We're joined now by the mayor of Mississauga, Bonnie Crombie. Bonnie, thanks for joining us. Thanks so much for having me today. What a what an incredible day. Yeah, my condolences to uh, you Thank and you. everyone in Mississauga that knew uh, Hazel not only as a colleague but also as a mentor. Can we talk about um, how difficult it would be to step into those hip waders oh. for you? Yes, I heard every day what large shoes I had to fill. This woman was the matriarch of Mississauga and the architect of our city. You know, many of us moved to Mississauga because we chose it because of her. Uh, we chose to live, work, uh, invest here, raise our families here because of the great quality of life that existed here and also because it's one of the safest cities in Canada. And we have her to thank for that. She saw the value in attracting foreign direct investment into Mississauga. And so today we're an economic engine for the province with 96,000 businesses, 75 Fortune 500s, 1,400 multinationals. Hazel started that and I try to continue that legacy. But she was one formidable woman, for sure. That's why we called her, you know, Hurricane Hazel, all that boundless energy. I was mentioning that it's it's pretty amazing. Her gender kind of became irrelevant after a while. How hard is that to accomplish as a female leader? Well, think about the era she represents. She's 101. So she was the original female hockey player in Montreal, came yeah. to Toronto to work for a large engineering company to be the general manager on building the power plant, the Four Sisters, on Lakeview, the very same power plant that she later took down with Dalton McGinty when she was mayor. So talk about smashing glass ceilings. They were irrelevant for her completely, but she did inspire a new direction here at the city. It became about uh, equal opportunity to succeed, a real meritocracy where many of the senior positions in this city were held and are held by women. When you look at not only the mayor's office, I had the former chief of police was a woman. My uh, my fire and emergency service, my fire chief is a woman. The person, CEO of our hospital network was and is a woman today. You know, half of my council are women, half of my, uh, my commissioners, which are our vice presidents, of course, are women. So it opened the door to if you work hard, you will succeed and your gender doesn't matter in Mississauga. And now we've opened that door even further and encouraging, you know, equal opportunity for everyone. And not to say she didn't, but we obviously have had immigration of from people of uh, different uh, different parts of the world, and they feel comfortable here too. They choose Mississauga because we're dynamic, but we're inclusive and welcoming as a city. And there's the an most, opportunity for them to succeed. What's the most important lesson or piece of wisdom she imparted to you? Well, you know, it's iconic that we always quote her at council meetings when she said, you know, do your homework. So we're the most well-prepared group of people you ever want to run into. Uh, but she personally, she was a mentor, a friend, an advisor, an inspiration. But she told me not to be afraid to take strong positions you know, she said, you evaluate the evidence, take a position, and don't be afraid to stick your neck out. And that served me very well. I, I'm very similar to her. I'm very forward, very direct. And, and I'm, I'm not afraid to take that pos strong position, of course, unless there's new evidence. But, you know, she said, you take that risk. And I did. I, I did what she told me to do. She told me a number of times to put my name on a ballot and, and keep growing. And I took that risk, and it has served me well. What are the plans for people to pay their respects to Hazel McCallion? 
Thank you for that question. So this morning at 10 a.m. in the Great Hall in Mississauga, we opened our condolences books, condolence books, so people can come and leave a message to the family and the future generations. I, I kick that off at 10 a.m. along with some of my council members, and that will be available the balance of the week. She will be laying in state here in the Great Hall in Mississauga later in the week, and of course that will be announced. And then there will be a large celebration of life for Hazel at a large Mississauga venue that will will soon be announced. It's not firmed up yet. But I wouldn't be surprised if it was on her birthday, which is Hazel McCallion Day here in Mississauga and across across Ontario on February 14th. So, you know, put a pencil in that date, but I'm sure we're trying to uh, secure that date at one of the larger venues. And then following, there'll be a, a private funeral for the family. Okay, so will there be a state funeral? Yes, this is what the Premier is offering, this large state funeral. I called it the celebration of life. Look for that on sometime mid-February, and don't be surprised if it coincides with Hazel McCallion Day. All right, well, we've got plans for Valentine's Day then, also known as Hazel McCallion Day. Thank you very much, Bonnie. I've got to let you go, and my my condolences to you again. Thank you. Thank you very much. Bonnie Crombie, Mayor of Mississauga. Yesterday, Hazel McCallion passed away, and... We've been spending a great amount of time talking about her life and legacy on the Kelly Cotrera show today and why she lived to 101. First of all, that's a massive feat. You think about that, right? But secondly, she was still active in politics. Not only was she active in politics, but she was a very active woman. Uh, She was a force of nature uh, politically. Uh, You didn't mess with Hazel. She was going to be very blunt and tell you uh, the way she viewed the situation and she was kind of immovable once she made up her mind on on things that's what bonnie crombie told us today and she will be remembered if you want you can uh, sign a book of condolences it'll be available at city hall in mississauga for uh the next few days and then she will be lying in state and you can pay your respects there and there'll be a private ceremony as well and a funeral for her family um but i think it's important to talk about her other love it wasn't just politics and her family but it was hockey and she paved the way for women's hockey in Canada. Katrina Gallus is a former assistant GM of the Canadian Women's Hockey League's Toronto Furies and a uh, women's sports consultant. She joins the Kelly Cotrera Show right now. Welcome to the program. Hi, Kelly. Nice to be here. Thanks for having me. Thanks for joining us. Can you talk about Hazel McCallion and how much of a loss this is for women's hockey in Canada? Oh, it's tremendous. I mean, I guess it's it's span so many decades that the world doesn't yet know what it's like to not have Hazel in it. So uh, she's just really been committed to women's hockey from so many levels, from the beginning of of her, um, uh, you know, um, childhood through till her last weeks and everything in between and uh, has really left a legacy that is incomparable to anyone else. Do you think that her uh, time in hockey and, you know, being passionate about hockey uh, informed the type of politician she became? Yeah, that's a great question. I think that she's always very uh, connected to the people and what is on their minds. And uh, women's hockey and its growth was definitely a priority for this country uh, in getting it into the Olympics and bringing world championships to Canada and, and, of course, to her city in Mississauga as well. 
and then advocating and really trying to push the game forward and using her voice and amplifying the importance of equality in sport and in hockey specifically. And, and I think that she did a really great job of listening to all the voices and then trying to insert hers in a way that would really create progress. I, I heard that uh, many people in the Women's Professional Hockey League were in Toronto for an All-Star uh, weekend, and you found out during the event, it was the Premier Hockey Federation All-Star Showcase Sunday night at the Madame Athletic Centre, which was the former site of Maple Leaf Gardens, that she had passed on. Can you talk about how that resonated uh, within the arena? Yeah, there was actually an event at the Hockey Hall of Fame on Saturday night, and uh, it was a little bit ironic because I, I used to work there uh way back when. Um, and I know that the builder category is always such an important part of the the growth of the game and acknowledging those builders. And, and I know that there's been a motion for her to be inducted. And, and so with all of the um, greats of women hockey gathering in that room. Um, you know, we, we didn't know that, of course, the next morning she would be gone, but uh, there's just such a legacy that she's created and uh, really a feeling that she helped to really push forward in ways that hadn't been done before and hadn't been done by others and, and really brought people together around it. And I think that that's a legacy that she'll leave is how do you collaborate? How do you bring um, the interest together to move things forward? Um, people have said, you know, the only place they're basically standing on the shoulders of giants when they get to the uh, level that they get to a lot of the times, uh, standing on the shoulder of Hazel is what you were all doing last night. Um, you held a, a minute of silence, I understand. Yeah. I mean, I think the entire country probably held a minute of silence, um, because I know that it was all over the news as well, right away on Sunday morning and, um, you know, there's just, it, I think there's just so many layers to her leadership, and so she's touched so many people in different ways. And, and I can, you know, I remember uh, being with the Toronto Furies and she, we had asked her to do the puck drop, the ceremonial puck drop before a game. And uh, she was on her way uh, driving. I think they got in a little, little car accident on the way and she arrived and literally, I mean, this is Hazel at 98, two days after her 98th birthday, she ran through the entire arena to get onto the ice so that she wouldn't miss that puck drop. It meant so much to her. That's and amazing. Yeah, it's special. I mean, it, it just, it goes to show her commitment um, to the game on, on the smallest of levels. And obviously she played a big role in bringing women's hockey to Canada and uh, her role as honorary board with the Ontario Women's Hockey Association. And, you know, it just makes me think that there's, there's probably going to be a special moment at the upcoming women's world championships too, with, uh, um, you know, if she was around, she probably would have done a puck drop there too. Sure. I was reading uh, that Haley uh, Wigenheiser, who you know is the uh, assistant GM of the uh, Maple Leafs, uh, may have had a hand in the tribute, the McCallion tri tribute prior to the game with the Capitals last night. There was a moment of silence and then uh, apparently there was a standing ovation by uh, fans at the Scotiabank Centre, which is a lovely thing to do. Um, but she said the first time she met Hazel, Hazel walked up to her. She was 17 and said, hi, I'm Hazel. You play tough. Keep playing tough. And, you know, <laughs> turned around and walked away. Do you remember the first time you met Hazel? I do. I do, actually. And oddly enough, we were watching Haley Wickenheiser play in the gold medal game of the Vancouver 2010 Olympic Games. 
I was working at Van Ock at the time and Hazel and Fran were in town to watch the game and I had met them uh, at a, a medal event previously and so they actually invited me into their suite to watch a period of the game and how special is that to be watching your idols on the ice with a legend beside you that's advocated for the game. I played myself at Queen's University. And so it just, it was such a special moment. And to see her sheer excitement in that moment, watching all of these phenomenal Canadians play. And of course we went on to win the gold medal. Um, that's something that I'll never forget. I think it's, you know what I think is unfortunate. And I do think that Hazel McCallion will be inducted into the hockey hall of fame uh, this time around. Uh, Cause I know there was a petition to get her campaign, you know, to get her in, in 2018. I think it's sad that we're doing this posthumously because there's no other way to do it. I, I, I feel that she's going to get in this year. Do you? Oh, I'm so confident. I know Dan Harbridge has led a lot of the advocacy on her behalf too. Uh, he's done some really great research and, and actually gave me um, a really unique insight, which, um, you know, just really speaks to the volume of commitment that she had to the game. Um, in her 36 years as mayor, 14 arenas and 25 rinks were built in Mississauga. Imagine that. That's, wow. I mean, that just goes to show that your question before about how, how her love of the game integrated into her politics. It really did. And it's not just, that's for everybody. That's not just for female hockey players. That's for the joy of the sport. It really speaks to how, you know, uh, passionate she was and how she just wanted to share that. And I think that is so, there. there is something to what you said about watching people that are really excited about something. If you love something, it doesn't just end uh, unless something horrific, I guess, brings it to an end. It just, it carries on and it feeds other people's love of what you're into. And so... You know, I, I think to just look at her as a champion of female sports is the wrong way to go. She's a champion of getting people involved with whatever way, uh, you know, she inspired you to get involved. Yeah. And I mean, she always said, what else can I do to help? How else can I help? I mean, she just always had that willingness to do whatever it took. And she's such a treasured leader for so many people in this country and, of course, made the world a better place in all of her own ways. But it's it's an honor to know that Part of that focus that she had was to create more access for women and girls to play hockey. And of course, she was a player herself, one of yep. the um, original professional players. So, yeah, there's a there's a huge legacy there. Katrina, thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciated our uh, conversation today. And I'm sure uh, Hazel uh, is smiling somewhere. Oh, I know she is. Thank you for having me. Have a great day. Katrina Gallus is former assistant GM of the Canadian Women's Hockey League's Toronto Furies and uh, now a women's sports strategy consultant.